when it ends. Uh, welcome back to the Talking Average Fitness Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Sam Burns. I'm not where I normally am, uh, but he is. His name is Mr. Kevin McCarthy. Kevin, how are you today, sir? Doing pretty good, Sam. Um, you know, we're both getting caffeinated. Uh, we are. Myself, two hours into the future. Um, mm. I can tell. I can tell you the future if you want. Three hours. Uh, three hours into the future. That's right. Yeah. I can. Uh, I can tell you the future. It's um, snow. We got the same thing over here. That's, that's the future. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting flying back. We've got a we've got a very early departure tomorrow morning out of the local airport, which is gonna put us in Seattle, mm-hmm. and then it's supposed to be Seattle to Boston, landing in Boston around four p.m. Um, mm. And so we're fingers crossed that by the time we land in Boston, the plows have will have been out, the snow trucks have been out, oh, salt is out. Hundred percent. Like at. Yeah. I was talking to my parents. My parents are visiting my brother in Montana currently <laughs> and they fly back on Monday. Um, yeah. And they were like, Oh, like, is it going to be, I was like, guys, like Logan is a more than enough, a big enough airport where they're like, get the plows out and get it handled because so many flights go in and out of there. But well, so on the way in, so we landed at a very small airport, Redmond municipal airport. Redmond is so small. They don't have radar. Wow. Right. So there was fog in the like in the region. Yeah. And our plane circled for like 30 minutes because the fog didn't clear. We actually got diverted from Redmond to the other side of Mount Hood. We landed in Portland and we had to stay in a hotel and then drive over the mountain three hours. But because they don't have radar, everything is VFR. It's visual flight rules. You have to be able to see where you're going. And right. 400 meters so so that was a problem <laughs> that's more than enough listen you just uh was isn't that a ricky bobby uh something you just uh oh what is it it's or live uh fast and furious you live life quarter mile at a time yes yes well i was like there's I, some I reference it, with something with cars it, if it's one pilot sure but if it's a plane full of people anyway fun stories with kids traveling Travel. that day Travel. Um, so happy we are done with that part, but that's not what we're talking about here today. Um, it could be, but it's not because (laughs) like Kevin is wont to do, he constantly feeds me things that he discovers on the internet and just, well, yeah. And like, I had seen some of this from this very particular account. We're going to talk about this, um, this, this Instagram account and like, what the hell is going on over there? It's nutty. It, it is it is quite nutty and and kind of yeah, like deep dive on the pros the cons and the frankly fucking ridiculousness of the of the supposition so all of this stems back to crossfit raising rates for affiliates right so yes uh we talked previously about this the affiliate fee the annual affiliate fee that every crossfit gym in the world pays has gone up people who were on grandfathered rates now have to pay much much more sometimes like nine times as much as their original fee if you were if you were yeah. like a 17 year affiliate you're paying like 500 or something like that yep it went from 500 to 4500 and that's you know yep. obviously a huge jump that's a, yeah <clears throat> um and you had people who shook hands with greg glassman who looked Greg in the eye and Greg said to them, 
I'm never going to raise your rate. And so obviously they've got a bitter taste in their mouth. Yep. Um, we've talked a lot about the pros and cons and the reasons why they're going to raise affiliate fees. None of that matters to this particular nope. thing. Nope. What has come out of that has been this kind of like um, guerrilla warfare kind of yeah. movement. Like an underground type affiliate. Yes. Yeah, it's was this was this did this page exist before the Absolutely rates not. went up? Okay, no. I was just, and if you I was just double checking, so the December seventh, twenty twenty three was their first post. Yeah, um, Cross the Affiliate Collective. Yeah, <laughs> and like so much of it is like reposting stuff from the Savon podcast and anything with like the, I don't know who the admin is for this. No. Like I'm not not a single clue. They are like so far up savan's butt yeah it's ridiculous and like you can have your thoughts one way or the other about savan i whatever mm -hmm. but like this person is might be the biggest savan fan all about it they're they're drinking the kool-aid that's for sure right um yeah. and a lot of this is like you know they don't they don't believe in the ownership of crossfit and i'm and i'm gonna, I'm gonna like most the... i feel like most people don't yeah probably or or, um, or maybe maybe not don't but most people most affiliate owners most people that are kind of like in the know because there are definitely crossfit coaches out there that have their level one that are just like have have not a clue because they're just like i just show up in my gym and i coach the people right. and we have fun and like that's the extent of it um right <clears throat> But the affiliate owners and coaches that are somewhat in the know are yeah. probably starting to have their faith in HQ waiver. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So, um, I mean, and they're, they're certainly pushing the right buttons. I mean, so this, this account has 1200 followers, 1300 followers. That's essentially yep. 40 followers a day from the day they started. That's pretty crazy growth. Yeah. That's, um, yeah. And they're also, they're following, you know, mm -hmm. a lot of accounts. Um, they've been pretty active. We're talking more than one post a day for its entire existence. So someone mm -hmm. here is paying attention. Um, but it's a lot of this is like, you know, and I'm, as I'm scrolling, we're seeing a lot of cuts or reels from Seth on podcast. And then there's, you know, you know, we're moving the discussion mm -hmm. to Slack. Yeah, they've got their own Slack channel. It's not an attempt to replace a hostile takeover, a coup d'etat, a uh, sales pitch. We are organizing affiliates outside of HQ to take action to protect the community. So there's there very obviously there's a belief that what's going on inside of CrossFit HQ is not in the best interest of the affiliate, right? Yep. Yep. <clears throat> and so that's, that's where this, I'm going to call it an individual. Um, that's where this particular individual is coming from. So as we kind of scroll up some of this recently right it's um, been like the past probably a week or so yeah it's that, it's got a new have, flavor the, right that the posts have like it's not just like hey like let's talk about it it's like the one of the what like i i had i did like a triple take yeah because it like i saw them repost on a story and i was like wait what in the fuck it was it went from like here's some savant podcast stuff and like you know reposting that stuff to like hey let's mm -hmm. talk about the affiliate rates going up or hey like 
you know, what does this mean for you? Like almost sort of like a discussion to, Hey, all the affiliates should band together and buy CrossFit. Right. And I was like, wait a fucking minute. Yeah. And, and that's where we get to some of this more recent stuff. So like, what if CrossFit was a nonprofit? Um, These are like certain responses. Well, I'm going to wait until it's our time to renew before deciding. And he's expressing an opinion here. Like, this is what you get if you wait. And then more recently, we get to stuff like this. Mm-hmm. How much would it cost for affiliates collectively to buy CrossFit? So a lot, a lot. Ultimately, current but, owners have to want to sell it for uh, what I like about this before we go down the rabbit hole. What I really like about this is it's, it's not inaccurate in terms right. of, it, its n- none of its Yeah, none of it's inaccurate. And when when this person makes a post, there was I think it was like one or two after this one. Yeah. They're like. They they clearly state when they're making an assumption, yeah. or clearly state when they're like, "Hey, this is what it is." When they're like, "Hey, I'm going to assume," like, or let's assume this happens, and then like the rest of the slides are kind of like predicated on that assumption. Yeah. So they're not like doing any misleading things, being like, "Hey, you know, this is no, you know, they're not like, I don't know, being misleading or dishonest with what they're saying or posting. It's all." Yeah accurate stuff and like again like reading through the slides i'm like like yeah like given that assumption like yeah that's i you're not wrong right right so if we've you know let's 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 page through this right ultimately current owners have to want to sell it for a price affiliates are willing to pay and can't afford this is the biggest misconception about sales in general right the value of something is what someone is willing to pay for it Period, full stop. If someone is not willing to pay something for it, then what you have valued it at is too expensive. If lots of people are willing to pay you for it, it's probably, you probably valued it too too cheap. So yeah. this is a very accurate statement. Owners have the, ultimately the current owners have to want to sell it. Then the cost of individual affiliates agrees, depends upon the agreed upon price and the number of affiliates willing and able to go in. So there's a cart horse thing going on right. here. If they Here's want, if they want like a hundred million dollars. Oh, right. did I get that number right? Ooh, before yeah. I, like, I was just making something up for easy math. <laughs> yeah. So what they say is this. So here's a scenario. hundred million dollars is the buyout price for CrossFit HQ. CrossFit as a brand. Yeah. 10,000 affiliates mm-hmm. buy in. Now mm-hmm. that is the great majority of yep. affiliates. That's, I think that's- there's. 13,000 13, yeah right yeah, if we yeah 13,000 rough guesstimate so this is three quarters of all affiliates right mm-hmm. so three quarters of all affiliates take out a 10-year loan at a six percent interest rate i think that's optimistic given today's that's that is age. very right <laughs> monthly payment per affiliate is 111 dollars right and so this is yep this is where how that breaks out that's yep. their, and there's that's the calculator interest. yep yep $111 a month is less than the $125 a month affiliate fee increase from HQ starting in 2024. And what they mean by that is if you were paying like the what the great majority of affiliate owners were paying was $3,000 a year, mm-hmm. if you, and you go, you're now going to $4,500 a year, the breakout is $125 a month, right? And yep. so for most people, the argument has been made, you need to sign one new client, 
if you sign one new client mm-hmm. into your gym and you hold that client, so 0% attrition, right? Yep. Then you pay for your affiliate fee, right? Yep. So his argument is this, this person's argument is the $111 a month is less than $125 a month affiliate fee increasing increase from HQ. That is accurate. The problem is, is I think a significant percentage of people who are being hit with the affiliate fee increase are not just going from 3000 to 4,500. They're going from less than that. And none of this takes into account international rates and uh, that and any like, you know, conversions or anything like that. So this is very obviously rough math. So your choice is $111 a month payment to own CrossFit or $125 a month increase to get nothing. Now that is a very powerful statement. There's an assumption being made already that the money is not going to like nothing good is going to come out of the money. Well, so I just want to like, I just did some quick math on a thing here because it like it threw yeah. my brain for a loop. Yeah. So like the 111 a month would be like the payment per month from each affiliate for that 10 year loan for the 100 million, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Like that 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 is your monthly payment is 111. dollars Yep. The 125 a month mm-hmm. is the increase of what you're paying per month from 3,000 to 4,500. So yep. if you're paying 3,000 dollars a month you're paying $250, um, sorry, if you're paying $3,000 for the year, that's 250 yep. a month to HQ. Yep. So with the increase, it would be 375 a month. I'm surprised they didn't phrase it that way. Um, yeah, I mean- Because that's a bigger, no... because you'd be like, hey, you could pay 111 a month to own CrossFit or own one ten thousandth of CrossFit. Right. Or you could pay 375 a month and own nothing. Um, right. I feel like that's a better, I get what they're getting at, but the way they word it here is like, it makes you think like 125 a month for your affiliate fee or 111. It's not that big of a whatever, Um, but it's, it's a very big, whatever going from 370, 375 a month to 111 a month. Yeah, I agree. And then you, and then there's this, this comment, which is, you know, I, I get this, this doesn't make good business sense. So 10,000 affiliates buy in and then what? the company it needs great leadership and making sure affiliates get the support they need i don't want to go down that route seems suicidal if i'm honest as an affiliate owner the response from this individual we start by holding elections for a board of directors made up of affiliate owners the board sets up a strategy a direction for the managers of the company to execute and the management reports of the board uh report to the reports of the board in progress would you like to be on the board of directors when we buy crossfit hilarious so big when, we, when we buy crossfit yes um yes so like the thing is, is like they, this account has 1200 followers. You need yeah. to like 10 X that bitch before you are to make it that, to make it that number, yeah. you know, to, to get to 10,000 affiliates. But yeah. I had the same sort of thought. I was like, okay, like when I started seeing these posts and I, I saw this one and I was like, all right, I'm just like in my tiny brain start, you know, the gears start turning. I'm like, all right, if you do this, let's say 10,000 affiliates buy CrossFit. Yeah. Yay. We did it. We took over the, you know, took back what was ours and all that fun stuff. Go. Tea going yep. in the harbor, yippee-ki-yay. Um, yep. Yay, freedom. You do that, sick. Who's running CrossFit and how are you paying them? Because yeah. most of the profit you just did away with. Yeah. Um, and so it's like, cool, because you know, you'd think you, that you'd have to pay people to run CrossFit in your best interest, which is where they're like, oh, we'll hire a board of directors. Sweet. 
who's paying them to be the board of directors and how are you paying them? Well, and then when we talk about resources and like, I'm just going to, for an example, it's that we're aware of, right. CrossFit affiliate program and the people that work for that, someone like Mr. Hobart, who's paying James and how? Yeah. Cause it's, so what needs to be said is, so I, I, I want to like go through page through this, right? So 10 yep. affiliate owners by CrossFit, then what first thing that happens is we need to get enough affiliates to get on board with the idea to buy, obviously. Yes. Second thing is that a deal needs to be worked out. Sure. If those things happen, then what? The first thing to do would be to hold elections for board of directors. That could get messy. Oh, for sure. Oh my God. Right. And so then we have the board of directors, ideally consists of affiliate owners, blah, blah, blah. We're currently looking for affiliate owners interested in, in, in being part of the board of directors. Like, here's another, re- another thing that they put forth. Too many people doing CrossFit. If a quarter of those people, which would be 500000 by one share at $100 a share, it's $50 million. Fans of CrossFit who buy a share could say they're an owner of CrossFit and help protect the methodology. Fans of CrossFit could also be eligible for special perks like first access to games tickets, access to owner's lounge. So, like there's there's so much here and and this is where <clears throat> okay so <laughs> so first so first of all your uh, argument about about like well 111 versus 125 yeah. when actually it's not that it has to be that yeah it has to be the 125 increase versus the 111 to own because the purchase Mm -hmm. that money's gone you get 10k affiliates to buy right at 100 million dollars they're all paying and never mind the fact that now 10,000 individual business owners collectively are on the hook for 111 monthly payment for a 10-year window of time like what happens if five percent of those affiliates fold in 10 years i said well isn't the average lifespan for an affiliate three years well, the lab, the average lifespan for a small business is three oh, years, right? Sorry. Sure. <clears throat> and so the percentage right. that make it past three years is like twenty-five or thirty percent or something like that. It's a very small number. Now, yep. if you are going for existing affiliates mm-hmm. and you started with the longest tenured ones, you probably have a better better job of fixing that, but that's beside the point, right? So you get 10K to pitch in 111 in a month for a 10-year loan at a 6% interest rate. So the upfront chunk of change you get is $100 million. Well, when you buy the organization, that's gone. Yep. And it's not like they're going to – part of the deal would be any money or assets that are a part of CFHQ has to come with the organization, right? So yep. that's got to be negotiated. <clears throat> Yep. Whereas if they just like golden parachute all the executives and it's like, okay, everything that's in the coffers, you get a deal, you get a deal, you get a deal. Then you, then you come in, you own a business to collect 10, you and 10,000 others, you own a business that has no operating capital. Right. What would immediately have to happen is every single one of those 10,000 affiliates would have to kick another $3,000. Mm-hmm. Because to your point, you need to pay people. You need to pay right? people. people. Yeah. Like, you can't have a James or an Austin or a whoever stepping into this. <clears throat> and never mind the fact that, like, the people who have been a part of this organization the longest might just want out. 
Like yeah. you're like, I'm done. I'm done with this horseshit. I'm done. Like and it's now, changed seven times in the past two years and right. Jesus. And so now you lose that, let's call it intellectual property, right? Yep. That person's lived experience of being an affiliate owner and or seminar staff member and then uh, you know, uh, someone at HQ and then maybe a manager or a director, all of that's gone. Yep. So now in addition to coming up with the board of directors, you've got to recreate the fucking company. Yeah. You, like just and start over. You pretty much, pretty, pretty much. Yeah. You're hoping that as a part of this deal, yeah, every single employee comes along with it. Yep. That's not guaranteed. Nope. Like, I don't know what the contract or, or all, or all the employees that you want, right? Because you What's might that? be like, you might be like, I don't want you, but I want you to stick around. And then they're right. like, cool, you want me to stick around? Here's the salary. And you go, well, we have no What's money. That? Yeah. We, have no mo- we, we spent it on buying yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Or so we- like, if, if those 10,000 affiliates want to like not put in an extra however much money to like, have some starting capital and you're just like hey the three thousand that didn't want to hop in on this guess what your new affiliate fee is right you know yeah um man i i respect the initiative yeah it is it's it's one of it's certainly one and maybe both of two things one it's I keep thinking about that scene from Guardians of the Galaxy where where Quint, Peter Quill is like, I have an idea. And Rocket's like, that's not an idea. And he goes, I have the beginning of an idea. The beginning of an idea. And he goes, what percent? I have 12% of an idea. Yep. <laughs> Gamora's like, that's not even a concept. That's not even, yeah, it is though. It's, just, trust me, I'm doing something. I got it. So, so that's what I feel like this guy, this person yeah. has is like, 12% of an idea yeah. and yep. well-intentioned yeah. though it is. Yeah. And this is where I, I interject my, um, my own experience, right? <clears throat> so yes. I'm very fortunate to be exposed to hundreds of affiliates and affiliate owners as a part of some of the work that I do, right? Mm-hmm. We've talked before about the fact that affiliate owners are drowning, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're they're not, and it's not for lack of information. They're literally drowning in information, right? Yeah. And being able to provide those affiliate owners with clarity has been the mission of many organizations, you know, to bring business and mm-hmm. best hour of their day, the organization that I work for, Fitfiliate, like the, the goal of these organizations is always to help the affiliate owner <clears throat> be the best version of themselves and be the best business, right? Yep. Ultimately, and this is, I'll shade this with my own personal beliefs. Ultimately, that shit comes back on the individual. Mm-hmm. And this is why it's so hard to be successful is you've got to fundamentally alter your perception of yourself and then 
yourself yourself as a business owner and what that means and what the role of the business is not only in the community but also in your life like there like businesses like you'd have to put a business through therapy to get it to the point where it was doing what was needed to be done because it's all people it's all people running the organization right i see people freak the fuck out when they lose one member right and oh now you're telling me you want to put ten thousand of them together right yeah and i I look at something like this and i'm like this is why we're a republic like there's a reason that there's a reason that our founders chose the republic model where we elect individuals to to serve in our stead right they're they meant to serve your constituents now it's in no way to say that that's actually what the fuck happens nowadays no nope, but nope. that's the intention you know what i mean that was and that so, was the idea that was the concept yeah like and so like how is this thing structured is it is are, are you a uh do you own a share do you get to cast a vote at the annual meeting um i've been a part of lots of organizations you know what percentage of people show up to fucking annual meetings a stupidly small percentage. Yep. You know? And when it's like, if you get 10,000 affiliate owners that all have their own views, own thoughts, which is great. Like yes. it, that's yes. that's part of what makes it special is the fact that everyone is able to think differently, execute differently, like have different ideas and concepts. But you take, you know, if you're like have a, I mean, I, I get what this person's getting at where they're like, we'd hire a board of directors. Okay, sick. And they're like, well, people should make nominations. I'm like, well, Christ on a bike. That's like, uh, like, like, all right, you're going to get like, you're going to get 13,000 nominations. And how do you whittle it down? Because like, just, just as an example, if, if me, Kevin was like, Hey, I I nominate Sam Burns and everybody's got their friend, right? Like, you know, so Kev Gates, like I nominate Sam Hornstein and then Spencer's like, I nominate James and like, everyone's got their nomination. You have 10,000 nominations. How the flying fuck do you whittle that down? Because because I'm not budging. I'm like, Sam's the man to do it. Yeah. Like, it, because for me, I'm like, he, he should be the one in there. But 9,999 other people are like, who the fuck is Sam Burns? And why does he deserve a seat at the table? And I'm like, this motherfucker is the table. I Like, I, right. you know, it's, that's only going to be a shit show and a half. And if ever it does happen, I will be there with my folding lawn chair and a bucket of popcorn. Right. Um, God damn, okay. that would be just to be <laughs> all right. Just strap in work. Oh, baby. Um, so I love like you, you look at that sort of thing where it just to get people to elect a board of directors yeah. would be a feat within itself to get yeah. everyone on the same page. Like, all right. We have, and let's just make an assumption again, right? We have, all right, we took of 10,000 people that are in and amongst the thing. And who's to say that of the 10,000 people, they're not like, I want to be on there because I want to have a say in doing stuff. Yeah. You whittle it down to 10 people. You got 10 people as the board. Yeah. Okay, sweet. Those 10 people's lives are going to be hell when 9,990 people are just like in their ear. I want this. I want that. What if we do this way? What if and they're like, well, we don't have the money for that. Well, why not? Because we spent it. I like. I, I don't know. There's, 
and so this a lot of this comes down not a lot of it comes down to so there's in this disconnect you know this like we're talking about a, a, a collection of individuals small business owners fantastic so happy for you mm -hmm. yeah <clears throat> like the percentage of which whose business generates 500 million dollars is like one percent or less right and in order to pay off the loan and you know have all of the money that you need to cover everybody doing everything right and even if you trim down it like you'd have to like you'd have to do a total reorganization right yeah you'd have to, yeah you you're you're, do, you're like let's call it 100 million dollars a year is what crossfit needs in revenue right mm -hmm. and yep. i don't I don't think that's crazy. It probably is like, you know, anywhere between a 25 and a hundred million dollar a year revenue generating business. And mm -hmm. the great majority of that goes out the door to, yeah. you know, pay for expenses. And that's everything from everything. what it costs to pay rogue, what it costs to pay employees. It's everything, right? What what it costs so, to rent the city of Fort Myers for the, no, not Fort Myers. Fort, Fort Worth. Fort Worth. Sorry. <clears throat> Wrong. Right. I knew it was a fort. Fort Worth for the games for four days. Um, Absolutely. Like so. Yeah. So the if you listen to business owners talk, and when I say business owners, I mean people whose companies already generate a hundred million dollars. Mm -hmm. They talk about the tiers at which people operate, right? So like. As a small business, it has been said, and I've heard it from a bunch of different people, like until your business is generating a million dollars a year, you just need to do more of the thing that you're doing, right? So mm -hmm. um, if we scaled CrossFit way down and the games might go away or become like a two-day thing and, you know, it, it all goes back to the ranch and it's not... 400 people or 800 people, it's 10 people, you know, yep. like if you scale the organization way down and you had not as much stuff, you had fraction of the trainers, you had a fraction of the people running social media, handling mm -hmm. calls, support teams, all of that stuff. You might be able to get away with a board of directors, right? Mm -hmm. And the board of directors being like, you know, okay, you're in charge of this and you're in charge of that and you're in charge of this. But once you get over a million dollars and you get to $10 million and above, like it's been talked about, I've heard, I've heard it talked about a bunch of different times, you need leaders. And leaders are sometimes very bad at the thing that they're telling people to do. So mm -hmm. like in this case, you're not going to get a, a games level athlete who's going to step into the organization and be the leader that is necessary to inspire that team to get them to do the work that's going to bring that corporation to $10 million, right? Mm -hmm. You, the, am, am I here? Are you, am I frozen? Yeah. Yeah. No, you, you know, you're, you're good. You lagged for frozen. a sec, but you're, you're, I can, I can, I can hear you. Totally. Oh. Oh, well, it's, it's going to be what you. it's going to be. We'll that when we hit the recording, but yeah. all of this is, we've got to find those people that are going to operate within the organization so that it's going to be at the level that you want it to be at those people come with price tags of 
you know, $250,000 a year, $150,000 a year, something like that. Um, so it's, mm-hmm. there's, there's a lot that goes into something like that. I think I got you back. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe not. Oh, I, I, um, I, I had you most of the time. Can you yeah. not see me or hear um, me? <laughs> oh, good. You were totally frozen on my end. Oh, was I? Fantastic. You, you like lagged for a sec, but I could hear you. But then I would say stuff and you'd like uh-huh. <laughs> clearly could not hear me. Keep the bowl over you. Yeah, that's I'm like, it's that's all good. <clears throat> yeah. It was mostly just me trying to tell you so, that like you I, were good, so you could keep going. Ah, good. I appreciate that. Well, if I can, I'll edit some of that stuff out. Um yeah. well I think that I don't know. I do you actually want to see something like this happen? So this is a great question, right? So like, we got a choice. We have an organization that runs the devil we know versus this, this um, kind of hippie vibe, like Woodstocky collective devil that I don't know. Like just first blush, like which, which one strikes you as, as maybe a better option? I mean, like, I just think realistically, like the, the system that's currently there and the people that currently mm-hmm. own it is it perfect? Absolutely not. Um, but like, I don't think if, if 10,000 affiliates were to buy CrossFit, I think it, it all goes to hell in a handbasket and just crumbles because it wouldn't be able to be run. It's like, I don't know. Yeah. Like I just, as, as imperfect as it is currently, the train's still moving. Yeah. And there's a train. There, there, there is a train. <laughs> <laughs> there is a train. Uh, you can hop on. Um, yeah. Tickets are expensive. We're not sure where the tracks are going. There wasn't a destination right. listed when you bought the ticket, but hey, we sure. might be on for a ride. Um, sure. But at least there's a train. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, the thing that I keep coming back to is just like, Greg created this methodology and put it out to the world for free. Yeah. You could go on to CrossFit.com and learn about it and read the articles and start to implement it and all that fun stuff. Yes. You needed to pay your affiliate fee to be able to use the term CrossFit. Sure. If everything all goes to hell in a handbasket, the company folds, the yada, 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 like the methodology that we know and love is still there and it still works better than anything else. Um, and so it's like, I don't Certainly think better than nothing. Well, in, incredibly, but you know what? Nothing sounds great. It sounds relaxing. Um, but uh, it means no more thrusters. Yeah. Sign um, me up for some of that nothing. Yeah. Sign me up for some of that nothing. Um, man. But yeah, like the, the methodology will still exist. The people that will always believe in it will always believe in it and, and make sure that the methods, the methods don't die, but the, the company might. And yeah. I think the sport of CrossFit, or if I dare say the sport of functional fitness, yeah. um, I think that's gotten to a point where the sport won't go away because people will keep doing it. If CrossFit HQ dies, Wadapalooza will still keep on keeping on because yeah. they've got their own sponsors and their own whatever in the Granite Games and Dubai yeah. championships. And you know, the Madrid championships and all this fun jazz, like they'll keep on keeping on because they're their own entity. 
So I think the sport will keep going. Yeah. I think the, the gyms or the, you know, if there is no CrossFit, you can't really be an affiliate, but the affiliates will still be there. Similar to like when it felt like everything was falling apart in 2020 and we're like, yeah. this is how CrossFit dies. Like this company, like, you know, it's, it's gone now. The gyms were still going to be there. And that's where like, I remember telling members we're like, Hey, whatever Greg does or doesn't do whatever CrossFit does or doesn't do, we're still going to be here. Right. You got your 200 friends. We're still going to throw down. We're still going to talk some trash to each other and do some tipping pull-ups and learn to walk on your hands. And yeah. I'm going to push you to go faster because you can. And all that stuff, that's not going to go away just because sure. one person or a handful of people that are at the helm are an idiot. Yeah. You know, so yeah. that's my thought on it. I don't know. I, I think that's 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 a nice sentiment. And I think the greatest gift that – one of the big, most powerful things to remember is that CrossFit has always been free. And information yep. in general is free, right? So yep. like fitness is free. Yep. And you don't have to pay anybody to do CrossFit. You know, you don't you don't have to pay anybody to do fitness. I was talking yeah. with uh my friend Jared. We we're talking like he has some coworkers who who were like, Oh, but like, you know, membership at a gym and this, that, and the other. And you know, Jared's a very like resourceful dude, like has learned a good amount, but like asked me if he used to like, you need gym membership for go outside, yeah. run, find a tree branch, do some pull-ups and push-ups. Yeah. Like just fucking get some, I don't know, do a yeah. burpee once. Um, yeah. And it's like, is it perfect? Maybe, maybe not. Will you be way fitter than most people? If yeah. you just kind of vary up running pull-ups and push-ups, sit-ups in some combination throughout the week. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Cost you nothing. Like right. most playgrounds, if you go to a playground, they usually have some sort of, bar across that you can do some pull-ups on you can do some toes to bar if you're feeling frisky um you know it's that stuff exists out there put on a backpack put some weight in it put some like water bottles in it or something put a small child in it (laughs) do some push-ups i don't know well and so and so like you know it's not complicated but what is more powerful and, and this is, you know, talking about the, I'm trying to be really mindful of time. The thing that mm-hmm. people wield as a CrossFit affiliate or gym in general is the power of association, mm-hmm. right? Like people come in and now it's no longer just them. They, they get to tie their identity to the collective and to the activity, right? And mm-hmm. so it, it, they transform when they do that thing. And that's the power of CrossFit is you get to say, well, people like me do things like this now, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And you become you 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 hitch your identity wagon to that thing. There's nothing preventing you from doing that, but it it's is so easy. hard to do on your own. It's it's so hard to do it on your own. It's so much yep. easier to I to associate yourself with something external rather mm-hmm. than to generate that drive internally. Mm-hmm. And like every single person who's ever tried to like January one, like, okay, here we go. Fitness. Like yep. you new know year, what I'm new talking me. about. Yeah. 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 And like, this, and that's why people go to gyms is because I will pay someone else to alleviate the psychological and existential discomfort of trying to motivate myself and find a reason to do this. Yeah. Because if the reason is, I go here and that's where my people are. That's so much easier than 
who am I and why do I do this? You know? Yeah. It's so much easier than like, I mean, I was like from personal experience, you know, like had, had a busy day yesterday yeah. and was like, well, my time to train is in the morning. It's like, yeah. well, the alarm goes off at 6 a.m. The assault bike is down in the basement. Got to get it. Ha- have an aerobic session on the on the calendar. What I got to do to prepare for soccer season. I'm like, well, you know, do I really like the bed's so warm? It's comfy. Yeah. Like, do I really want to go down to the basement and sit on an assault bike for 45 minutes? Yeah. No. But then you go through the thing of like, when you said like the people like me do things like this, it's like I'm the type of person that doesn't, doesn't waver on my goals, doesn't compromise on those sorts of things. So like, yeah, I'm going to get up at 6 a.m. I'm going to go down to the basement and like hop on an assault bike and hurt myself for 45 minutes because that's just the type of person I am. However, as we have discussed, I'm a psycho. So, so you, that's, you that's also unique and different. And this needs to be said, you are conditioned so far beyond yeah. the, the the regular individual that that is no longer difficult. As much right. as you might right. war with yourself and the the, the pillows and the comfy sheets. Yeah. I'm like, always going to get up and go do it because you've got decades it's just, it's a decade of It's a decade of routine. It's a decade of well, like, it, goes, it goes deeper than that because you played soccer and you yep. were an athlete in school. So like we're talking multiple fucking decades. Whereas for the person for whom fitness has not been a part of their journey, they don't have that foundation. They don't have that resolve. They can't see the light at the end of the tunnel because they've never experienced the light. Yeah. Right. And so. Yeah. And I mean, I, we've, oh my goodness, my cat just yeeted itself. Um, yeah. we, uh, we had the conversation, I forget what episode of like, I'm also in the unique position where like, I know how to, I know how to do this. Like sure. I have a four year degree and 10 years of experience training, not only my, not only myself, but others. Yeah. Like, I know that like, even if it's like, Hey, I've got a 35 pound dumbbell in the basement. I've got one 35 pound dumbbell and 10 minutes to do some fitness. Like I know how to put something together based on what I've done previously and where I'm going to go to like move the needle for me. And I yeah. have no concern. Like if you give me one 35 pound dumbbell and like five square feet of space, like things about to get litty titty, you know, like at fitness is going to happen. It's going to be phenomenal. And I'm not concerned about it because I have that experience. Whereas like we talked about this, most people, January 1st, this year is the year walk in the gym, headphones on what now? Because, you know, so that, that definitely is also unique is not only am I conditioned mentally to do those things that are very hard to do on your own, but also Mm -hmm. like, I don't have any concerns of like, I'm just going to go to the basement by myself and the, the stuff that I'm going to put together is going to move me in the right direction. Yeah. You know? Well, I think as we, as we put a bow on this, like there's a, there's obviously a lot backed into this. We've got to talk about an organization with a 20 year history and the millions of people who have their emotions and identities tied to it. Yep. Um, it's not a lightweight thing to discuss grabbing 10,000 people and saying, Hey, for only $110 a month, like this isn't a fucking info. You too can own CrossFit. Right. Like this is a major fucking organizational shift in business decision. I am interested to see if this actually gains any traction or yeah. if like, and if so, like that kind of scares me. Cause like, I want to know who this asshole is, what the bona fides are, but that's neither yeah. here nor there. 
Um, you know, if, 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 if push comes to shove and they're like, all right, we got 10,000 people. We're buying in nominate your board member. You've got right. my vote, Sam. I, right. You go. Appreciate you. Buddy. Appreciate you. <laughs> like, um, put Sam in there. He'll fuck some shit up. Well, yeah. Yeah. Whether good or bad. <laughs> good, good. Or, like, listen, full born into the abyss. Yes. All right. Well, I'm going to let you go. Cause I know you got stuff to do and I got, I got kids waiting to be entertained. You Kevin, I appreciate you, sir. Oh my God. So many. Um, and, uh, and we'll come back next week. We'll talk about something different. And, uh, other than that, everybody take care. Happy new year. And we'll talk to you soon. See ya.